Hello and welcome to the Tweed Coast Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this message would inspire you, that it would build your faith, and that it would give you perspective on how God is moving in your life. So be blessed and enjoy the message. So good. Well, if you don't know me, my name's Sam. My wife, Taya, and my couple of kids, we're honoured to be part of this church. We've been around for a little while. We're a bit like a bad smell, hard to get rid of. Um, well, that's me. My wife smells great. Um, anyway, um, our incredible senior pastors. You know we have incredible senior pastors here. Pastors John and Amy, they're uh, away on holidays. They just want to say they love you, that they're praying for you. I don't even have to ask them. I know that they're praying for you. I know that even when they're on holidays, their hearts are for you and your families and your world. So I know they're just passionate about seeing God do something great in your lives. So they're praying for you. They're getting charged up, ready for a massive year. Are you feeling fresh? Are you feeling fruitful? We've been, this is the third week we've been talking about being fresh and fruitful, a series over January. I'm feeling pretty, pretty fresh. I've been really enjoying watching the Australians just smash the palms in the cricket. I've also enjoyed, as an Australian, watching Bangladesh beat the Kiwis in the cricket. That was also great. Um, I'm back to work tomorrow, so I'm coming to terms with that, but I'm ready for a great year. Um, I'm believing for you, and I've been praying for you, as I preached this morning, that you would be ready for a great year, that you would be, this year would be your most fruitful year yet. So why don't we pray, and we'll get into it. Lord God, I thank you today that your word is always good that it always sets out what it, uh, it always accomplishes what it sets out to achieve. So God, I just pray that your words would fill my mouth and that it would be all about you this morning. In your mighty name, amen. Amen. So like I mentioned, Pastor Jono, in, uh, just after New Year's and last week, Pastor Victoria, been taking us through John 15. Um, and today I'm going to just keep going with the next bit of the passage. Um, so John 15, we're going to read 9... To 13, And if you're familiar with this, the passage of scriptures, Jesus is talking to his best mates, his disciples, the people he loves the most on earth, you know, the people that did everything with him. And uh, he's just talking to them in the upper room in, uh, you know, this is where we have the chat about, uh, you know, communion and all that kind of stuff. And, and he says this, this is in verse 9, as the father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than he lay down his life for his friends. You might have picked up a bit of a theme from the four or five verses. Can anyone... The sort of a word that was repeated about eight times. Did anyone pick it up? Love, like Forrest Gump said, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> Jesus is giving us a key to being fruitful this year. It's love. Like the 70s hippie circle, it's love, man. It's love. Last week, Pastor Victoria preached about remaining in Christ to, preach, uh, to produce fruit. And she had the ladders and the planks. Who was here last week and... She had four or five guys sort of up here just pretending to hold grapes and not flex. They're like, yeah, I'm holding grapes. Fruitful. Anyway, um, go back and watch the footage, I'm telling you. Jesse was sitting on there like, 
No. Um, but so we know from last week in Pastor Johnny that when we remain in Christ, we produce fruit. But this week, I want to follow this thread that Jesus weaves through this passage of Scripture uh, and discover how we remain in Christ's love. So I believe that as we remain in Christ's love, it's one of the keys to producing fruit. In fact, in Galatians, it's the very first fruit of the Spirit, right? In, in Sunday school, the fruits of the Spirit. So the first one was love. So, But this word remain, to remain in Christ's love. That it's uh, interchangeable if, you know, you had a, an older version of the Bible. It's, uh, the other word they use is abide. So you know, heard the word abide, which basically means like just to sit and stay perfectly still, something I'm not very good at, and to not move, just to sit, just to abide. I was reminded of when I was a kid or a teenager and Dad would be doing something in the garage. Maybe he's working on the car, fixing the car, changing the oil or Probably with my dad, he was like tinkering with his boat or something. And he'd get you out there to hold the torch. Did anyone ever have to do this for dad? And it's like, okay, here's the torch. Now, son, I want you to point it right there. And that's where I'm working. I need you to point the torch right there and don't move. You'd be like, all right, dad. You'd be like, right? Come on. And son, keep the torch right there. That's what I can't see. You've got to leave it. And you'd be like, okay, yep, dad, yep. And, you know, like... Not that, uh, not that I was the most attention-driven child, but, you know, your dad would get a bit cross, like, come on, mate, I'm trying to work right here. You need to get that torch to abide. It needs to stay right there. It needs to remain. It needs to sit and stay still. And that's, that's what I want to say this morning, that to be fresh and fruitful in 2022, I believe Jesus wants us to remain, to abide, to sit still in his love. So how do we do that? I'm glad you asked, because it would be a short preach otherwise we'd all just knock off now and go to the slip and slide. Um, let's go back to John 15 in verse 10. Jesus says this, if you keep my commands you will remain in my love just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. So Jesus says it's pretty simple just follow my commands. Do you guys want to know what Jesus commands are? It's a pretty long list are you ready? It's John 15 12. My command is this Love each other as I have loved you. That's it. Jesus wants us to know that as we abide in his love, as we remain and sit in his love, the key to it is to love each other. It can't be that easy, right? We don't, we don't like things to be that easy. But surely there's a, there's a bunch of spiritual hoops to jump through and some boxes to tick and flick and, you know, we've got to be more religious ceremonies. We've got to be at church every single Sunday. Not that that's a bad thing, but the key to it all is loving each other. I just want to say that this year, 2022, will be your most fruitful year ever if you love people more than you ever have. More than you ever have last year or the year before. If you love people more this year, you will be the most fruitful you have ever been. A religious man of Jesus' day, a Pharisee, a spiritual guru, tried to trap Jesus. He wanted to know with Jesus, he was like, got his mates together. He's like, I'm going to get Jesus. I'm going to catch him with a question. And he asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? What is the most important thing about the law of Moses? And Jesus said this here in Matthew 22, verse 37. He said, love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. 
All of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So Jesus is saying again that if we love, we're going we're gonna to fulfill all the rest of the stuff that, that, we, that we read in the Bible, the Matthew 5, Beatitudes, all that kind of stuff. The Apostle Paul put it this way in Romans 13, verse 8. He says, Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbour as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbour. Therefore, love is the fulfilment of the law. So, church, we don't have to strive. Jesus came to earth to put an end to the striving to be right with God, to have relationship with God. He, he turned the law into relationship with him. And instead of a list of rules and regulations, we have the opportunity to love people and a true, genuine love that Jesus gives us. As we remain in him, he gives us the love that we need to love others. And in doing that, we fulfill all the commandments in the Bible, all of the law. Isn't that incredible? John 4.19 says that we love because Christ first loved us. So my question again today is, how do we love people? How do we love people like Jesus loved people so that we can produce fruit? Because I don't know about you, but I want to be fruitful. I want to produce things that will remain not just while I'm here, but into eternity. Once again, Jesus gives us their answer in John 15. He says this in verse 13, Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. Jesus wants us to love people the way that he has loved us. John 4.10 says, This is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son for an, as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. So Christ's example of love for us today is not selfish, it's not, self, it's not self-focused, but it's, it's uh, giving, it's sacrificial. If we remain focused on loving God and loving people with a sacrificial love, I believe we'll be more fruitful than we ever have been. Once again, 1 John 13, 18 says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. So church, this year in 2022, I've got to get used to saying it, I keep going to say 2021, God wants us to live in a way that is beyond ourselves, that is a sacrificial love towards other people. Jesus doesn't do hypothetical love. If Jesus was a hypothetical God that just loved from afar, he would never have come down to earth. He never would have fulfilled the law of the Old Testament. He never would have come to the cross and died, even though he didn't have to, but because he wanted to. He made that sacrifice for us so that we would know what sacrificial love looks like so that we could share that with people around us. So my question is, what are we willing to sacrifice to love like Christ this year? Sort of we get that word sacrifice, it sort of feels gross, doesn't it? It's like, ugh, I don't want to give anything up. I'm happy for the fruit. I'm happy to have fruit. I'll, I'll grow fruit. I don't want to give anything up, but I just want to be more fruitful. But Jesus is saying today that it's a sacrificial love that bears fruit. So what, so what are we willing to sacrifice to love like Christ this year? Are we willing to be obedient to the Holy Spirit as he prompts us? Maybe it's to buy a coffee for the person behind us in line or maybe it's to shout someone's groceries you see or, or to 
you know, go up and pray for that person because you feel the Holy Spirit leading you to do so. Do you think that would, that would bear fruit? I think it would. Maybe it's being willing to put our pride aside and uh, let go of the need to be right to preserve a relationship instead of pressing uh, send on that Facebook comment. <laughs> right? Like, I just felt God really, um, when I was preparing for this, I hope that when I preach that God's also doing a work in me. And I felt God say to me, you just need to relax. <laughs> because the need to be right sometimes, anyone can feel so, like, overwhelming. Like, no, but I'm right. I deserve to, people need to know that I'm right. But our incredible pastor, Jono, has this saying that I love it. You can win an argument, but you can lose a heart. And are we willing this year to put our pride aside and let go of the need to be right? And maybe just hear a person, maybe hear them and, and see through the, the conversation to what the issue is and be willing to speak to that. Because, you know, like the need to be right, it's like I'm not listening to you, I'm listening to me and you're going to listen to me. It shuts down any kind of communication, right? But the power that that has to, to love people, to give up our pride. Are we willing to give our time, our energy to love people, to support people, to serve people, even if the surf is pumping, even if the creek is perfect, right? Are we willing to say, look, it's Saturday morning, I've had a big week, but I know this person needs help today. I know, I know this person's moving house or I know they've had a tough week and they need a friend. Are we willing to do what it is that the Holy Spirit prompts us to do in giving our time and energy. This is a good one around Christmas time. Are we willing to love people that are hard to love, right? Over Christmas, we've had the families, the, you know, the relatives you only see every now and then. Sometimes it can be a bit... Anyone live in the real world? Sometimes, you know, it can be a bit hard. But are we willing to love people that are hard to love, that co-worker that just kind of grates you up the wrong way? Or the people that we don't normally socialise with that are in sort of different circles that we think maybe we don't have that much in common with or that people just don't like us? Are we willing to love those people? This is how Jesus tells us to love in Luke 6. He says, But you who are listening, I say, but to, but to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, Turn them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Someone say, ouch. (laughs) Right? But are we we willing to love like that? Because I believe there's real fruit, real fruit in in a a church, in a group of people that are willing to love sacrificially like that. Because the world is dying, is crying out for a group of people that will return hate for love. There's a group of people that would return greed and I need to get what I can for generosity. Sure, take it. For a group of people to, instead of judging or receiving judgment, to actually return acceptance. Like, that's okay. That's okay. Whatever you think, that's okay. Church, if we're willing to love like this, the end result will be fruit and fruit that will remain into eternity. And not only that, but Jesus promises us true joy, that the Jesus kind of joy when we live like this. Back, in, back into John 15 verse 11, Jesus says, I have told you this so that my joy, Jesus' joy, may be in us and that 
that my joy or our joy may be complete. So that's not just love, that's joy. That's the first two fruits of the Spirit. We're ticking them off this week. That when we live in a way that's sacrificial, that as we love people as Christ has loved us, that we will receive a joy from Jesus that is not circumstantial, that's not up and down with the roller coaster that life sometimes is, but that is just steady. The joy that can't be robbed by situation, by hungry bellies, by you know being in chains like some of these guys in the in the Bible where you read about them being locked up in prison praising the Lord because they had this joy. So today I want to ask you, are you willing to love? Because I want to pray that this year will be so fruitful for you. But I can't I can't do that for you. I can't be the person that like taps you on the shoulder in the supermarket, like, hey, you should love that person. But I can't be everywhere at once. But are we willing to be the kind of people that we would see every part of our lives as an opportunity when we're at work? That You know, when we're at work, we meet with people every day. Well, I do. I'm an electrician, so I'm in people's homes. I'm, you know, I'm fixing fans and lights and whatever. I'm working with other trades. Whatever it is for you, maybe you've got employees. Maybe you've got an employer I'm praying that as we meet people, as we meet these people, that we would have the opportunity to speak life into their worlds and look for opportunities to show the love of Christ. You guys can come if you like. What about in our communities? If you've got kids, you probably, you know, you're at soccer on a Saturday, you're at cricket, you're at nippers, you're at whatever it is. We're all part of communities, right? Different circles. I want to pray today that we would be sensitive to the prompting of the Holy Spirit in those moments and obedient to what he's telling us because there's people that just need a, you know, a friendly, hey, how you going? You know, like, it sounds funny, but a lot of people might not get that all week. Like, hey, how was your week? Have you had a good week? How are you doing? Someone that's willing to stop and build relationship. What about in our homes? I want to pray that our wives or husbands and our kids see the love of Jesus in the way that we love them. Wouldn't it be incredible to have a home that's known just to have the love of Jesus, that when people walk into our home, it's like, wow, what is it about this place? It's just, your kids are so awesome. They're so, such lovely kids. You know, like, I want to have a home like this. So that's what I want to pray for today. And we're going to worship again in a minute. But before we do, I'd love just in whatever way you feel comfortable, if you want to be included in this prayer, that the Holy Spirit would work in our hearts this year. Why don't you just stand or lift your hands or whatever you feel comfortable because I'm going to pray for you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, you see every heart in this place this morning. You see every situation. God, you know every person intimately more than I ever could and more than we could even know ourselves, Lord Jesus. And so I pray that as you see every person responding to you right now, Maybe they're standing with their arms raised, they're standing, whatever it is, Lord God, you see their hearts. God, can you see a group of people that are just hungry for more of you, Lord Jesus, to be filled with your love? Lord God, would you this morning fill us overflowing with your love so that as we go into our worlds this year, into all the things that we, that we step into, that 
we would be able to give your love, Lord Jesus, that we would be able to bear fruit that would remain into eternity, Lord God, that we would see miracles in our worlds, Lord Jesus, that we would see broken relationships mended this year, Lord God, that we would see situations that were hopeless, filled with hope, Lord God. Lord God, I thank you for every single person in this room this morning, Lord God. I pray that you would just fill them afresh with your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Lord, Holy Spirit, we need you. We need you to prompt us. We need you to guide us. We need you to speak to us every day. Lord God, I pray that this prayer would be on the lips of every single one of us every morning. Holy Spirit, speak to me today. Speak to me today what what I can do to love people. Lord God, I thank you so much for every person in this room. Would you bless them this year in 2022 with more fruit than they could ever have imagined. In your mighty name, amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with us, we would love to connect with you. Jump on our website, tweetcoastchurch.com.au for ways to stay in touch. Or follow us on Instagram at tweetcoastchurch. Well, that's it from us. Have a fantastic week.